0: Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya. Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya. Om, I bow to the Lord, Vasudeva. Joy to you, friends. We were talking from verse 45 on the uh, and I said that the next time, next time I would talk about the Vedas, which are also mentioned in this, uh, this uh, stanza, this sloka. And it's a very interesting thought. Why would the Vedas, which are a very high scripture, why would they give people techniques for finding a wife, a husband, having children, becoming wealthy, beating one's enemy? etc. And the answer that my guru gave was, I think, very interesting. He said that, that uh, people will look for these things anyway, but if they can find some spiritual source for their uh, success in it, then their gratitude will go to their spiritual source, and they will think more in terms of uh, God than if they got it only through their own materialistic efforts. And so bringing the gods into the picture through your karmakhand, through doing um, ceremonies and reciting mantras and so on, to achieve the inner success, that, the worldly success that you want, then your your gratitude will go more to that than to your own ego. And so the thought is that, That In that way, they too can rise. But the Vedic system became corrupted as the yugas, the cycles of time became more and more depressed. They're ordinary people in every age. And uh, so even in the higher ages, you will find worldly people who want all these these outward goals. But um, at the same time, in the time of uh, when Krishna was, and Arjuna were having their dialogue about the Gita, it was the end of Dwapara and the beginning of, um, uh, of uh, Kali Yuga. And it was during that period too that Buddha tried to turn people away from the Vedas because they were using them for as a crutch. They didn't have to do anything, God would do everything, that kind of thinking. Well, um, Krishna gave the uh, to the teaching to our journey also get away from the dependence on the Vedas. What he meant dependence on that aspect of the Vedas. And in fact, in the next stanza, he says a very interesting thing. To the knower Brahman, the supreme spirit, the Vedas are of no more use than a well when the land all around is in flood. That's stanza 46. It's a very beautiful sloka, because when you have God, my Guru used to say that, get to know the owner of the castle first. He can take you around and show you everything there is to know about the garden. But if you try to reach the the palace through the garden, you'll take forever. You'll never get there. So Krishna is saying to Arjuna, forget all that teaching about the. Uh, nature of this world and how to uh, use this nature and how to use the higher entities in this universe or beyond this universe to reach, uh, to satisfy your desires. Go to God. When you know him, they're of no more use than uh, um, uh, well when you have the whole countryside in flood. So, Krishna is saying also to Arjuna here, This is going back to 45, he's saying, the way to this achievement is to remain ever calm in the self, free from any thought of either acceptance or possession. The teaching of Patanjali is non-acceptance as one of the control, non-violence, non-acceptance, non- non, uh, avarice, etc. Non-acceptance many people have taken to mean that you shouldn't accept gifts. This is a very superficial uh, interpretation of it. You can in fact accept gifts, you might offend people if you didn't. The point is don't accept anything as yours. That's the real meaning of non-acceptance. Don't even accept that this body is yours. Don't accept that this mind is yours. Don't accept that this ego is yours take it all as something else, it's not you. Only when you can rise above this attachment, identity with the body, can you say that, uh, can you remember your past incarnations, can you remember who you were and what you did. There comes the point when you find God, the first experience of God, suddenly you remember all those lives, Christian saints who have known God, they've known these things, and in some of them have talked about it, but mostly privately, confidentially. That's in this age when the subject of reincarnation is more of a Western concern. But they don't dare talk about these things, because they know that then they won't be able to give what they really have to give people, because the church will disallow them from teaching. But of course, what they really have to give people is helping them to love God. The goal of all life is to love God, and through that love to merge in Him. But Arjuna is being told: Don't accept anything as yours. Don't reject anything. Don't be. Uh, don't have a desire for possession. Just be complete in yourself. Then you will find that you go beyond those Vedas. But a very interesting thing is that. When you don't do those ceremonies, but give yourself to God, somehow everything comes to you. All things reject thee who rejectest me. But if you accept God, you'll find that even in the smallest ways, God does take care of you and supplies your needs. And I have seen this in my life. I've been practicing these teachings for um, several decades, quite a few decades. And I can say with certainty that whenever I needed anything, there it was. I, You will find that God takes care of your least little desires. One time, my parents were living in France, and although they were stationed in Bordeaux, France is close to Switzerland. And I kept thinking it would be nice if I could, because I went to school in Switzerland as a child for a while. And uh, I loved Swiss chocolate, so I was thinking it would be so nice for them to send me some Swiss chocolate, but the desire was so superficial that it just didn't ever occur to me to even remember it when I wrote to them, and uh, which I have to admit was not as often as it should have been. Anyway, a week before my birthday, I suddenly thought, oh, it's a pity I didn't ask for cho- chocolate. It would have been nice for my birthday, and I said this to God whom I think of as Divine Mother. And uh, the day before my birthday, somebody, I received a package in the mail, not from my parents, but from somebody in our congregation in the church in Hollywood. And this lady said that, I saw these Swiss chocolates and uh, I was thinking of, uh, I thought you would like them and I wanted to give them to you for your, uh, just as a gift. She didn't know it was my birthday. She didn't know I liked Swiss chocolates. She didn't know I'd had this slight desire for Swiss chocolates. I was so touched that such an unimportant and insignificant desire as Swiss chocolates, even that that Divine Mother would satisfy it because I told her about it, that I shared almost all of them with my other, my fellow monks. But it's so touching to know that God does take care of you if you don't want anything for yourself and if you give everything to him. He watches over you, don't need to worry, joy to you.